It's time for the other three amigos podcast with Damien Sweenan, Irene Ring, and Declan McCormack. Three lads, one podcast. Tweet us on Twitter using the hashtag TOTAP. Buy the lads a cup of coffee by clicking the support link in the description. On this week's Totap Last Damas, we're back after a little bit of a break on this week's pod. And then there were three. Damien and Eileen dance. Decky has a rant about the women's FAI Cup draw. Six academy players head to the under-17 assessments. We look back at the 1-0 loss to Athlone, Jersey Gate. Eileen's love for Douglas Hall. And after Treaty's 10-0 loss, should something be done to prevent these results? Hello and welcome along to you. It is the other three amigos. The last Damas episode nine in association with nobody. MSCCasinoHave.com have left us. Um, legal costs became too much for them, um, especially with De- Declan's fapping last week on the uh, on the men's pod. Uh, so the legal costs became too much of them. Uh, but we're looking for someone else. If you want to take over our sponsorship, we're doing separate sponsorship basically. If you want to become the main title sponsor of Last Damas, the only unofficial Cork City Women's FC podcast. Then get in touch with us, pod at toetap.ie. I would like to welcome my amigos, Eileen Ring. Welcome back. Hi, lads. How are you? Did you enjoy your two weeks off? I did, although you tricked me into doing the men's podcast for one of the weeks off. So wasn't ah, Yeah, it? but you look, it was... It was you were, do you know what now? You got very good uh, plaudits. Well done to you. Well, well oh, done. Thank you very much. It was very good. Uh, the other corner is Declan McCormick, everybody. Mr. Sreenan, how are you, sir? I'm sick of fucking looking at your face because we've been here now since seven o'clock. It's now ten past. It's now ten past nine. Um, but uh, people don't know that. Um, so yes, a big thank you to everyone um, who retweets this. Uh, again, this only works if we've got if we've got um, listenership. Uh, what have we got? What have we got? Uh, a bit of a short pod this week. Uh, but let's move on to around the club. Uh, I've changed it. Yeah. <laughs> You love it, Eileen. I love you it. just burst into dance there, actually. <laughs> ten um, out of ten. Instead of her own, oh. sisters keep doing it for themselves. I mean, wow, what a what a track, what a track, <laughs> what an anthem. And um, we just need to. So you might be noticing that Scotty or Wayne is not here. Uh, Wayne has decided that Love Island comes first in his life, um, and he he, did, he just said, "I'm watching Love Island." Um, so that that's that's pretty much it. He he has left the Last Amos uh, pod, hasn't he, Declan? Yeah, so he has. Yeah, but sure, look, I mean, um, <laughs> that's 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 the way it is. But look, we're all still friends, and you never know. He may drop in from time to time. But look, to be fair, he it's won't. a huge commitment, and yeah, he probably won't. This takes up a lot of time, and Wayne has two young kids, and you know, um, he just felt he couldn't give it his full commitment, and something had to give. So, yeah, he's he's not doing Las Damas anymore. But to be fair. Astamus is really the Eileen Ring show, isn't it? We're just like the backing singers and whatnot, you know. So, uh, you know. You see, the other four amigos wouldn't have worked, so we had to get rid of one. Okay, now it was either it was either Wayne or Eileen, and look, you know, um, no. It, uh, listen, anyway, Love Island's on at the moment. He's no, he's no, he's no issues with that. Uh, another person that moved from the club, Niall Connolly, has left his role uh, at Cork City Women's uh, FC. Eileen, do you have a bit more information on that one? No, but I think Declan might. <laughs> 
Declan, do you have any information <laughs> on that one? <laughs> no, it's just that he's gone. Okay, sarah, sarah. Now there's um, no more. The cup. The cup. The cup. Um, Bonaghy United. Isn't that Bonaghy Celtic? No, Bonaghy United in the cup um, we were drawn against. Eileen, just before, just before this, they played Douglas Hall recently. Am I right? Yeah, they played Douglas Hall two weeks ago now, or last week. I need to ask you a question. I need to ask you a question. If Cork City were playing Douglas Hall, where would your love lie? Because I saw you fawning all over Douglas Hall on social media. It would be with Douglas Hall. Sorry. Sorry. (laughs) What? I actually managed, when I was managing Douglas Hall, we played Cork City. And I was involved with Cork City at the time. Um, okay, so your allegiance would lie with Douglas Hall. Okay, that's, that's an interesting one. Okay, yeah. That's an interesting yeah. one. Okay. Um, so Bonaghy United in the in the FAA Cup, the Women's Cup. Um, Declan, so go on. You've, you've an issue with this. You've an, you've an issue. This is a surprise. Go ahead. <laughs> well, like, I, look, don't, I, obviously, I don't have an issue with Bonaghy because that's the way it kind of sounded there. But yeah, like the Cup, the FAA Cup, this bastion of everything good in the world and they give two boys i mean the whole thing about a cup right is that anybody can draw anybody you know that's the great thing about the cup you go into the cup cork city have the same chance of drawing wexford as they have of drawing shelburne oh no actually sorry they don't they can't draw shelburne like, what kind of fucking nonsense is this? Like, God forgive me, you know? Okay, I know there's an uneven number. There, there would be 14 teams involved. Okay, so can you not put in two other non-league teams to make it up to 16? Okay, you feel that you can't do that. Well then, put in the 14 teams and put in two designated boy balls. Boy balls, okay. Um, and go from there. So you still have 16... Are they ones you would get in Ann Summers, is it? Them, them. <laughs> Lads, I'd say some of, the suit, some of the suits in the FAI wouldn't know what Ann Summers is. I mean, um, yeah. So, But look, my point I, is, and okay. I don't want this to go on too long, is, but you know the point I'm making. They gave two boys. So now, to me, the cup is... It's, it's like... It's not a cop. It can't be a cop when not everybody has an equal chance. That's the whole point of a cop. You go in They've and everybody has the same chance. Yeah, it's been done. Like now, I think that maybe this is the first year that the say intermediate cup sides are back in. Um, but they've always done it since the National League started. So you have your intermediate teams from the semi-final on go into the draw. Generally, the top couple in the league get a bye. Um, and there's preliminary round and the bottom teams in the league are in it. So that's it's this year's the first year I've seen it's the cup finalists done. Um, I don't know what the basis of it is for or or what it's based on, but that's just the way it's always been done. Well, here's the thing. Decky's now taking an interest and <laughs> he's not happy. So next year, the whole f***ing shebang is going to have to change because Decky on Lestamis pod is not happy with how this works. So I'm telling you now what's going to happen next year, right? Or the way it should work is like this, right? You have 14 teams. They all go into the hat. You put in two boy balls, 16, and everybody has the same chance. So Wexford 
could be drawn against Shelburne and Cork City could get a bye. But it doesn't matter. That's, it's just simple. It's simple. The, the, the whole thing about the cup is that everybody has the same chance and it's the same thing for everybody. You tell them. You tell them. You tell them. We will talk more about that match. Um, that match is actually coming up this weekend. Uh, I just want to move on quickly to, to keep the um, to keep this part of it going, actually. And I, I just think we need to play that song again. Just to hear uh, okay, there were six Cork City FC players called up for the FAI Women's Under-17 Assessments, which are on the 7th of July and the 13th. So you had Fiona Bradley, Neave Cotter, Grace Flanagan, Heidi Mackin, Elva, I hope I got that one right, O'Donovan, and Kira Cena. I hope I'm getting them right. Fiona Bradley, has she scored 21 and 22 goals this season? Did I see this somewhere at the weekend? I mean, this, she's just a goal machine, Eileen. Yeah, she scored 22 goals between the 17s and 19s so far. And um, she seems to just be banging in goals every week, whether it's for the 17s or 19s. I think she scored two at the weekend for the 17s. I know the 19s had a bye, but she scored the previous week for the 19s. I think she got two. Like So, yeah, she certainly knows where the goal is. Um, and I know she's been on the bench a couple of times for the senior squad. Um, so, look... She's certainly one oh, to keep well, an eye on. I mean, I presume, I presume she's seventeen or sixteen. Would, I, would I, be... I think she's sixteen. Um, My God. Yeah, she, she's a young kid. In fairness, again, but, it goes, um, goes back flying. to the whole. Yeah, the young people. But like, yeah, I, I just I just noticed something. Um, so that FAI under seventeen assessments. I presume is this for the under seventeen national squad? Is that is that what it is? Yeah, you'll probably have qualifiers coming up shortly. So, um, and I think. When we were on the break as well, I saw James Scott, the under-17 manager, was down and he took a session with 17. To be fair to him, he's great. He seems to go around yeah. and take um, sessions. Which So obviously that's the best way to get a look at players because, you know, you might on a day maybe choke or have a bad game or whatever, whereas if he's seen them in training, that's mm-hmm. a great opportunity. And look, that 17 squad's obviously very good and you can see when you have that many up for the assessment, it's great. And I think there's a couple of the 17s that are young are in for the under-16 assessment as well. So... Um, no, as we've said it for weeks and weeks, and it's credit to to Jess and her team, and it's also credit to the clubs that those girls came from because um, they obviously would have done a lot of work from them from the age of nine and ten. So that can't be forgotten either. Yeah, we've had our issues with the Cork Schoolboys League and the men's pod, really, um, but uh, we won't bring up the C S W W L. Uh, I hope I got that one right. Um, but yeah, look, no, you didn't. But the big difference, I know you didn't. Um, we, <laughs> no, you didn't. But it's okay. Uh, the uh, what I do want to say is that we had a bit of a discussion on the men's pub, which which made made the media basically. Um, I do know that the women's we said uh, the schoolboys uh, schoolgirls teams they encourage they encourage the players to go to Cork City. Am I right in that the the bigger club, the clubs? Yeah, that generally seems to be the way. For a long time, when the league started first, there were, there was a lot of issues. Look, there was faults on both sides at the time, but certainly in the last three or four years, clubs really seem to be encouraging them. And I think you can really see that maybe clubs like they're pushing them on. And to be fair to the schoolgirls league, they're they have them up on their social media, congratulating them. And when they're in with Irish squads and things like that, and they're the girls are great to go back um, to their clubs, do sessions and stuff like that. So I think the whole system works really really well um obviously i know the the lads situation does not work at all well but no to be fair to the cork league and to be fair to the clubs because obviously it's never easy losing your your best players but at the same time you can't hold players back either and 
inevitably look some players some of these players that are playing 17s 19s even senior will kick on and, and won't come back but a lot of them will come back and then if, if they're treated right by the club that's exactly where they're going to go back to and they'll be looking forward to going back so yeah. um no I, I do think it's, it's working well yeah i have seen actually i think um Noonan's sister, uh, Ava Noonan, was, play, was playing with uh, Cork City and she went back to Douglas Hall. So I, I noticed that, uh, uh, you, you, listen, you were posting about Douglas Hall everywhere. It was hard to, hard to see as well. Um, so yeah, yeah, that, that makes sense there actually. And uh, did I, get, I didn't get it right. The C-W-S-S-L. Is that what yeah. I said, no? No, you yeah, so. had the W and S the wrong way around, I think. Okay, so it's the Cork Women's enough. School Girls Soccer League. Yeah. Okay. Easy way to remember it. Uh, our under 17s last 6 2 again, uh, home to Shells, and our under 19s had their game away to Bray called off late. Eileen knows why it says. <laughs> I think Bray couldn't feel the team. Um, Is that, that what was, it was, was it? Yeah, that's what it said anyway. Um, so, and I think they had won the week before the 19s, and if they had beaten Bray, I think they would have went into the quarterfinal of the Cups. So, obviously, they're into the quarterfinal of the Cups now. Um, but yeah, seventeens had obviously had a tough day in Bishopstown losing six two. We spoke about that seventeens team a lot, and I think they lost a Sligo the week before as well. Um, but they're into kind of the elite stage of it now, and the games are going to be maybe a little bit tougher. But I'm sure they'll adjust to that as well because they they seem to be a very very good squad. I haven't seen them play now, but um, the results generally are pretty good. Um, so yeah, I know it's disappointing at the weekend, but I'm sure they'll kick on again next week. Um, do we have anything else to pick on there before we move on to the review of the Athlone game? Anything else there before we pick up and move on? Move on. We just had um, Ellie O'Brien and Chloe Atkinson both played for the 19s against England as well during the week. Um, last 1-0 over in England. I presume Eva Mangan would have been involved in that as well had she not been away. Eva Mangan. Toe taps, of course. Jesus um, Christ. She... Would have she'd be in that squad as well? So it was great to see the girls, um, and they both got a, a good bit of playing time over there, which is great to see. Excellent, excellent, excellent. Um, definitely have anything to pick up on now? No, no, move on. Uh, no, no, rant just over. Just it's always, it's always good to have a rant about something. I just wanted to change it up this week, so you know, <laughs> they're going to obviously they're now going to rehash the whole way they look at the FAI Cup Women's Cup draw based on what I have to say. But I don't care. No boys. No boys in the National Cup. Or sorry, you don't leave any teams out of a National Cup draw. All in there. If you need to even it up, put a couple of balls in there representing the boys and then pull it out. Whoever draws the boy, that's fine. But everybody has the same chance from the word go. Thank you. Minister Shreenan, how are you, sir? Uh, oh, sorry. Uh, OK, so we played at loan at the weekend. Uh, lost 1-0. However, according to our national broadcaster, it was a nil-all draw, uh, which was... Because I actually, I'll be honest, I was I was, uh, I was, was up in Goloco on, on Friday night and I was quite sick on Saturday and it wasn't from alcohol, can I just say. <laughs> so I, I, I missed all the thing and I went down and I Googled, uh, I went down to see how things went. I wasn't on my phone at all on Saturday. And I saw nil all, but I had noticed something in the WhatsApp group where you were talking. And I was like, kind of going, hang on a second now. Nil all, it says here. And what did they give a note about in the WhatsApp group, which we will never say what was been said, by the way. Um, I mean, the R- RTE, was, they, got the, they got the result completely wrong. Like, what in the name of Jesus Christ is going on there? Is this, a, this is an opportunity for Declan to have a rant here now? But Eileen, would you like to have a rant about, like, I mean... Christ like ah, it's it's piss poor pardon my language it's it's not good enough like it's not only was it obviously they did the wrong 
result. Like it's it's not a difficult thing to get right. I mean, Athlone are probably tweeting from the game. Cork City are live tweeting from the game. The game is physically being streamed. There's the goal was an absolute cracking goal. So a lot of people were on about it. Right, it's not good enough. It's this is. I know they're pumping out these ads at the moment for the Euros. Piss off, like, and look after football on the doorstep. Like, there's girls here playing and you're saying, oh, you want us to look up to this person, that person. How about you give the players a bit of respect and get the results right because they deserve that. That's not asking for an awful lot. You show minimal amount of women's football. You certainly show a very minimal amount of National League football, barely cover it, apart from the FAI Cup final. So just give a little bit of respect to the players and get a result right, it's, it's really not a very big ask. Um, yeah, so the, the match itself, there was um, there was a, there was a lot of changes. Starting eleven was was much different from the the treaty game. I mean, Natalie O'Brien was back in. Kira McLamara, Zara Foley, uh, no Becky Casson. Uh, you know, there was a lot of changes there. Very light bench, only five people named on the subs bench. Um, were, you, were you surprised, Declan, at the, at the changes, or do you think Danny is just looking around at what he has and just trying things around at the moment? I would look to be fair and um, for a number of different reasons. A the old holidays, players, isn't it? Yeah. Well, yeah, there was there was players on holidays and look, that again is a result of the FAI. Yeah. yeah. Originally, <laughs> the, originally the boy week was, was this week and then the FAI went and changed it and pushed it back and by the time they made that announcement, a couple of players had holidays booked and it's just like, you know, that's just the way it is and it was unfortunate. Um, so then obviously there was a number of injuries um, as well. So look, yeah, we were a bit short-handed going up there and but was I surprised by the changes? No, because I mean, I think it was literally picked the team from the players who were available. Um, and I mean, I think... Um, Avian Donnelly trained for the first time on Friday after coming back from injury and was that well, kind of literally had to play because there was no other choice, you know. So, I mean, it was just one of those situations, you know, but look, it was what it was. Uh, yeah, so the, I think Danny, when he was on with us, had said that, that some of the players had booked a holiday. So, it, it, but the, the good season are fully back, Eileen. Yeah, it's great. I know when she had went down against Piedmont, like, she kind of, I suppose, she'd done a bad ankle injury, we spoke about it last year. Um, and I think she might have had a little bit of a panic that she had done it and redone that bad injury. So it's great to see that she is back playing um, and it was only kind of a minor tweak. Um, so, yeah, I, and she slotted in very well, I think, considering who they were missing. Um, they were excellent, to be fair, especially if, if people are only training for the first time in a couple of weeks the, the day before. I, it was it was really promising and it's I like obviously they lost which isn't ideal but um no I, I think but a one the loss against you know a team you know who went into that game like I think they were they were a third uh, possibly four or fourth good third you know one the loss um away to Athlone with all those injuries is very encouraging am I right at any yeah yeah, it's extremely encouraging and it's not just the result, it's the nature of it, of the performance on the day was really, really good. Um, we were absolutely done out of a goal as well. I don't care what anybody says. Um, Lauren Singleton had a great free kick. I think Neve Coombs probably carries the ball over the line herself. If she doesn't carry the ball over the line, Kira McNamara certainly puts the ball over the line. The referee, I don't know what, what he does, but he decides it's no goal and it's a hot ball and... I don't know, maybe a referee can explain that to me, but 
But the so Danny Murphy actually came out on social media, which is something you'd never see happening. I mean, you never see managers coming out. And he called it out. More and more, I watched a replay of Lawrence England's free kick. It looks like it should have been a goal. If the ref gives a drop ball, clearly over the line, he said. And underneath, uh, John O'Sullivan said 100% it was a free out, fair enough. But the keeper carries the ball over the line and he restarts with a drop ball. Comical stuff. Is this going back to the, the, the level of referee again? You know, is it? It's all down to that, like, isn't it? Yeah, but look, just just to be fair, right? I mean, like everybody knows well, you have the issue with referees, but to be fair to him, he looked to the linesman. What? You do not. And <laughs> the, ref look, the ref looked to the linesman for help. And the linesman was just on another planet, you know? It was just ridiculous. And I mean, the thing about the situation is, if he feels that Kira McNamara has fouled the keeper, fair enough. I mean, I don't think anybody could have really given out about it. But he did not give a free kick. He did not restart the game with a free kick. Therefore, it wasn't a foul. And if it's not a foul, then it's a goal. There's no other outcome and you cannot start the game or restart the game with a drop ball I mean it makes absolutely no sense none whatsoever and I mean it was just ridiculous it was absolutely ridiculous carry on and as I said if if he blows the whistle and he gives a free out I don't think anybody really complains say okay that's fair enough but that's not what happened so based on the way the referee handled the situation there was no free out given so therefore if there's no free out it's a goal there's no other there's only one or two outcomes it's either a free for a foul or it's a goal he did not give a free he did not restart the game with a free so therefore no foul has occurred therefore it's a goal that's it. Fucking drop ball restart. I mean, God Almighty, help us! Like, I mean, where does that come from? There's just, there's, there's just no logical reason for a drop ball start. Like, none. So, do, do you think after that, you know, the girl, like, will the girls come out of it positively thinking after that game, Eileen? Do you think, you know, like? <sighs> They could have had a draw. They're they going to feel hard done by. But will they see the positives that it was only 1-0 away to Athlone with so many injuries? You know, do you think it's going to be easy to kind of keep their heads up? Yeah, I think that? there's been a really fairly obvious shift, I think, in the mindset um, of a lot of the players who I've spoke to since Danny's come in. Um, even in the short space of time, he really seems oh, to have kind friend. of <laughs> shifted that Um kind of negativity away, negativity away and they are starting with it like it's a clean sheet and they're kind of pushing on there now and I yeah I think they're going to look at it like obviously not knowing what to expect going up that loan when you are down a lot of starters and stuff like that but everything and then I was positive even when the goal went in it was a good reaction afterwards there was no heads dropping there was nothing like that Um, I think as you said it's very rare coming seeing a manager come out on social media after a game and again if you're a player I think that's great. You're going to love to see that. You're going to say he's standing up for yeah. us there. Yeah. Do you know? I, and that's another thing that pushes the man. And he knows exactly what he's doing when he's saying that as well. And as I said, I, I, I yeah, I, I do think, I think there's, there was a huge amount of positives to take out of it. Um, and I think they look to push on now at the weekend. I think it's probably a good fixture to have as well. They'll be going into a game as favourites, which is probably something that's rare enough for them. But um, I, I think it's a good fixture at a good time for them. 
the, the jerseys. So, hashtag greatest league in the world. It's <laughs> a great one. We, we love it. We love it. It's, it just shows. Look, you know, what happened... I saw I saw Athlone. It's Cork City put out a tweet saying, you know, due to something, something they basically wore Athlone's way. Uh, what happened? What happened? Anyone know? They forgot the kit. We're just going to <laughs> let's just call this play this play. They forgot the kit. <laughs> <laughs> there was no oh. jersey clash. They forgot the kit. Tell you, yeah, you wouldn't get that with the Look, men's, would you? No, they have a superb kit, man. Sure. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 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 Yeah. Yeah. But so look, look, I look shit happens. They're not. Yeah. yeah I'm, I'm they're not the first. Yeah. Yeah. They're not the first team to to show up without a kit. Like so. I mean, yes, it's funny, and yes, we can go. But look, I mean, look, shit happens. Do remember, and they don't. As Albania, I said, they don't have it. They don't have a Albania back in the eighties. Do you remember? Do you remember that story where Albania? I think Albania came over. Didn't they had to play Ireland in the cross? I think it was a friendly, possibly. And they came over with no kit. And I think they had to get something from Adidas that were down in Trummel Road at the time. And I ended up playing with you know, I don't know, some random jerseys and stuff. I, I, it, does, it does happen. And it's happened for it years. Happened I know, I know it happened City playing Nijmegen away, wasn't there some issue? And then there's this, they went in the Intertoto Cup that time when we had like just, I don't know, some wrong jersey or something along those lines. And we had to play in just oh. one, some one-off white jersey like. Yeah, I, I think I remember Don't that story. Well. Yeah, it's it's but this it's, this um, this is where you'd miss Scotty, you know, because Scotty would just go, "Oh yeah, yeah I know." That was, dum, 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 yeah. that was that. That was that. You know. Um, <laughs> yeah. um, look, is there anything else you want to pick up in the match before we move into the next section? Yeah, I just want um, to. I want to pick up in a couple yeah. of bits, if you don't mind, because I haven't really spoken about the game so far. The the rant about the referee and the goal that wasn't given. Just to say, I think it's quite clear, and Eileen has touched this on already, but you can see a system now. You can see how Danny wants to set up. It's 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 three four, um, three four two one fundamentally. You know, two defensive midfielders, two central attacks, two central attacking midfielders, and a striker with three centre backs and and two two wing backs or two wide, whatever way you want to put it. You know, and. Um, it worked really, really well against that loan. I mean, you went, you were playing the fourth, they were fourth um, from top starting the game. And the thing about it was, at loan, I don't know why they did it, but they left Emily Corbett on the bench to start the game. You know? And you're kind of going, is this arrogance? Are they looking at Cork City and thinking, do you know what? We can give our star player an extra rest here because we don't have to play her against Cork City. We can just turn up and we will beat them. There's no issues. And by the time it gets to half time, Athlone absolutely know they're in a game and that this is not the Cork City that they played previously in the league, you know? And therefore, they're forced to bring Corbett on. And then, as Eileen says, she gets a cracking goal, an absolute belter of a goal, you know? It's a fantastic finish. It's a great run from Jill Hennessy to centre half, and you're kind of going, "What the hell is a centre back doing?" Fundamentally, I don't know what wing forward. I don't know what's the technical term or where she ends up, and she puts in a great cross and wing. It's forward. a great fall. Yeah, I know, are you yeah, watching? I know, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Number eleven. I don't know, um, and it's a great cross and a great, great ball in and a great finish from Corbett, and you're just going like, you know. That was the difference. That was the only difference in the game 
was one piece of brilliance from Emily Corbett, who may now be the best striker in the country. I don't know. Eileen will put me right. But, I mean, Saoirse Noonan's gone back to England. Jess Sue has gone to England. Noonan. Um, well, no, she's gone back to England. So, so I thought she was Saoirse Noonan again, now that she's gone back. When I see it officially somewhere on social media, yes, it will be. Okay. New. She, will, okay. she can be Saoirse again, but until that time. Or is, just it, or is it only when she comes on and joins us that you then call her Saoirse Noonan? Oh, I'm probably leaving cats out of bags there knowing everything, am I? But sure, look, just not panic. Yeah, so, I mean, you know, Emily Corbett might be the best striker in the country now. Stephanie Roach, I don't know, she heading over the hill too far gone. I don't know, but like... That was the, that was the only difference in the game. Yes. I'm waiting for Eileen to jump in here and give an opinion, but she's she's not. <laughs> just she's leaving not you poor Steph under the bus. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. No, that's not my intention, obviously. But you know, just um, so that was the whole. But my whole point is that was the key difference in the game. That was the only difference in the game was the ability of a top top player to take a chance like she took and, and have a finish like she took. And, I mean, if you look at us and you want to be critical, you might say a couple of better decisions in the final third or maybe, you know, but we're probably not used to having the ball in the final third and having to make those decisions and maybe playing with the head up and that. So all that will come in time. But, okay, we lost the game, but performance? Performance was excellent. Excellent. Um, and, you know, you'd love to see it going forward. And, you know... All of a sudden, I think he has decisions to make. There's competition for places, I think, all of a sudden, mm, because players true. were missing. All of a sudden, Lauren Singleton looked at home playing that central attacking midfield role. And if you think Eva Mangan is going to be the one to play next to her. Toe-taps Eva Toe-taps, Mangan. Sorry, toe-taps Eva Mangan is going to be the one player. If you're going to have Becky Casson as one of the central defensive midfielders, then there's one spot next to her. Do you put Zara Foley in there next to her? And all of a sudden, you have a really strong midfield four. Or, you know, so there, there are things for Danny to decide on what does he want to do and where does he want to play certain players. So, I mean, I think it's very positive and it's it's looking up very much all of a sudden, you know. So, I thought it was, I thought it was, I just, I really thought it was a really, really good performance bar a goal, okay, we didn't score and we didn't win the game, but and I know there are crucial elements of any game, so you know it's an issue. But like Christ, like you know, I don't think we can be too harsh either. Like you know, Declan, nine weeks ago, you did couldn't say of who played where and what, and look at you now. Christ, I know, no, actually, there you are calling Stephanie Roach over the hill. <laughs> <laughs> Um, well, I okay, always believe so. I always believe you want to make a statement anyway. You know, you want to say something that's going to get you known, you know. Uh, and Look, I did not for, say for, Stephanie Roach was over the hill. I was just wondering, was she heading in that direction? I, I just think uh, for a team that have con- had conceded 52 goals in 14 matches before the weekend to concede only one uh, to, you know, a team who, who are flying well. And I mean, they hadn't lost in, in, in two or three at the time. Um Fair play, and you can definitely see directions. This Sunday, we will play Bonaghy United at 2pm in Turner's Cross. Uh, recently played Douglas Hall, and, we, we did, and Douglas Hall won. Um, so, Eileen, is there anyone, is there any is there any like fancy player we should be watching out for with Bonaghy? No. <laughs> no, okay. I, there's not. Like, I'm sorry, no, but Douglas Hall won, I don't know, was it 4-1 on the day? Um, and I read two reports that were like, that scoreline flattered them. No, okay. that scoreline flattered Bonaghy United. Right, it could okay. have been like 
that's look, they were strong physical side, but and they certainly yeah, weren't a poor side. But like, be like that, wouldn't they? they, be, they like they, they, I, yeah. Cork City certainly shouldn't be having any, any issues with them. Like, do do does Danny go in with a full strength squad or maybe play the same? What well as strong as he has, or does he play the same as last week? Does he give you know the likes of Ellie O'Brien and Chloe Atkinson? Does he bring them in and give them a bit of first team? Because I I did read that Ellie O'Brien the first plot at the weekend um, when she came on, and there was lots of people talking about her uh, actually on the seas. <laughs> The CCFC forums post of the week. I don't actually have a forums post, but I've got the whole thread about that. And there was, there was some really, really, and do you know, I'm quite happy because I think the women's um, thread in the CCF forums has started to get more people interacting with it, I think, since Last Damas. Maybe it's since Last Damas started. I don't know. Are we responsible for getting a bit more interest in the game? I hope we are. Uh, so I'm giving it to everyone that posted in there. It was, a, it was, it was great to read. But anyway, uh, do, do you think the likes of Elio O'Brien and Chloe Atkinson and Heidi Mack can maybe come in and, and, and do something? I think he'll go the strongest side and win the game and then get those girls on. Um, that would be my thinking probably the best way to approach it um, if you get the game won by half time and then get the, those girls on and get them a good bit of game time and they're coming into a game then when the pressure is off them and look that's something we've spoke about a lot on the podcast like we're expecting miracles from young kids or when games are in melting pot so get them on when if we're two or three up and they can go out and express themselves and enjoy it and there's not this pressure for them to do something magic and change a game um, so I, I think that's the way he'll he'll look at it. I think he'll go out with his whatever strongest eleven he deems fit on the day, and maybe bring some of the young ones, and maybe give the likes of Fiona Bradley a run. Um, I said she's she's been on the bench now a couple of times, and as I said, wouldn't it be great to see her at at senior level on a day maybe when a game is won? It's after seventy minutes coming on, giving her the twenty minutes. Um, so, but go back to Ellie O'Brien. She was brilliant. She's been excellent. I think it was at the Wexford game she came on as well and was. Was mm-hmm. brilliant. She really, she looks like a proper footballer, and obviously she played with the nineteens as well. So she's the international sides are look, taking notice of her as well. So I think we'll see her involved a lot more regularly as the season continues. Anyway, in agreement, Declan. Are you going to go to the match? Uh, are you going to go to the match, son? Sunday, Declan? Are you? Yeah, I am. That's my plan anyway. Yeah. So, um, yeah, all of like. It's amazing. Like as Eileen said, nine weeks ago, I knew nothing about it. Now I'm actually looking forward to going to the game on Sunday. Like you know, and um, yeah, there's something. It's I don't know, and it's it's not just Cork City, but it's women's football in general. There's something I don't know. What's the word? Purer, maybe Eileen. I don't know. There's there isn't the yeah. There's injury. probably there isn't they're, yeah. they're throwing themselves around looking for penalties. It's it's just more. I don't know. Is, is purer the right word but that's kind of where I'm looking at it and it's honest to football. me it's yeah it's more of an honest yeah. game and there's more of a there's like there's no prima donnas there's no divas even though <laughs> it's the right sex for the divas and the prima donnas but you know what I mean like it's you know I'm like um, I'm making there's the right no balls of this no divas but, yeah there's no divas no divas no yeah. divas I know yeah, what you, you know, mean, but know there isn't mean, like it's just it's it's an honesty and a purity to the football that, that makes it very enjoyable to watch I just think over the coming weeks, we've a big chance to kind of draw more supporters in now with the Euros being on. Um, they're going to be on TV pretty much every night of the week now from Wednesday yeah. on. So people are going to be watching women's football. So again, it's it's 
to make them known that there's live football available there every, every second weekend in Turners Cross or every weekend wherever you are in the country um, and get out and support it because, I mean, these are the leagues where these girls start off. I said, I know Ireland aren't in, in the Euros, but if you look at that current Irish side, so many of them start off in the National League. I've probably like seen so many of them literally said at 17, 18, even a bit older in some of their cases, playing the National League. So there's an opportunity if you're if you have a young girl, if you have a, a young lad to go out and see superstars like Denise O'Sullivan and Katie McCabe are absolute superstars of world football. And they've both started out in, in the Women's National League. So like you never know when you go out to see a game who you're going to potentially be watching the next said Denise or, or Katie. So um I do think Cork City and all the National League clubs kind of have a chance to maybe ride that wave now into the after the Euros and going in pushing off the success of the senior women's squad as well in the last couple of weeks. So there you go. Uh, this Sunday at Turners Cross, 2pm, uh, it will be kicking off. Uh, Bonnicky United uh, will take on Cork City Women's FC. Uh, you can buy your tickets at the gate as you go in. Uh, it'll be it'll be a good day. It's it's a nice it's a nice day. Um, so go get out to it. Get out to it. Um, do you have anything else to pick up on that match before we move on? No, you look happy. Well, you don't look happy, Declan. You look you, you look you look, you're satisfied. <laughs> you look satisfied. <laughs> um, I suppose just on, just on this one, Treaty United lost ten nil against Shelburne uh, at the weekend, um, and like you know, it, it actually I, I felt I felt for them like you don't ever want to see any team lose ten nil you know in a women. Does it has it got to the stage where should the FIA and, and someone actually did ask this should. Should they be looking to break the league, basically? I know they do it towards the latter end of it, but, I mean, is it fair? Is it fair for a team to be getting trounced like that? I mean, what, so what it does for me is it, it, your goal difference. It's not right because you're, you're playing teams you're just going to destroy. The golden boot, I mean, the top scorers. You you said, you said it yourself, I mean, Onyo Garwin has scored like 10 goals against City, you know? Is, is that a true reflection of the person who's, you know, the best striker in the league? Like I know, there's only is there room at this? Is there room for it? Or I I don't know. Is there a solution to something like this? I mean, I just felt for Treaty at the weekend. Ten goals without response. You know, it's 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 a disaster, like isn't it? Yeah, it, and it's a really difficult one because I know people talk about splitting the league, but like that's very harsh. Maybe on say the likes of bows or dlr if they're in the bottom half and like they've both got results against p mountain and shells this season stuff like that um i like those results are they're never it's not good to see um we've been on the receiving end of them this season and down through the seasons um and it was treaty have as well um and like then you also look at it like treaty have had a lot of success at underage level but like four of their best players at underage level are all gone to wexford i know in just in this transfer window alone um and it's really really difficult to find what can be done there because inevitably what seems to happen is we've the top teams maybe lose players to the UK and we've spoke about Emily Corbett there earlier on it, it's not going to surprise me if I was to see Emily Corbett next season in a Shelburne jersey do you know it's like so the top teams lose their players to professional leagues and then we'll go for maybe the the likes of Cork City like what happened with Searsha um said happens happening now with treaty at the moment i don't know what can be done but there does need to be something done there because to just try to bring on like because inevitably what's going to help everybody is a more competitive league and i do think the league is a lot more competitive than it has ever been um 
but at the same time there there is like with treaty like that that's that's really rough and they're a really really young side and i think it's really demoralizing yeah. um yeah. for for any player to be under under receiving any of those results especially if it's kind of more often than not um i said it's kind and, of and that, that that's exactly what i was thinking i mean they've now played 15 matches they haven't lost one they've drew one they've lost 14 they've scored five goals and and against 56 you know i mean it is so demoralizing for any player to to you know and look it's tough for them because you're right they have a young team and they're up against you know teams who've been around for years i just think that you'd see decent players just packing up just can't do this anymore you know yeah yeah and and it will happen or as I said you see like their top players saying well look jesus like i can't do this every week and and moving and that is what's happening so yeah look maybe there is something to be said for for splitting the league but i just think i'm not sure the clubs will agree to it because um i said maybe and it's grand right this season i'd be saying oh yeah it would be grand for city if we if we split and we didn't have played those top teams but i'm not going to be saying that next season because i i would think we're going to be an awful lot better do you know that kind of way so i'm not sure if clubs would agree to splitting that um but yeah, I don't know. But or even if there, if you could put in something with the amount of transfers in from clubs or something along the lines. The um, he's see, there are teams. I mean, there are some new women's national teams going to come into the league and stuff like that. So, you know, do do you make do you bring it up to maybe try and get it to sixteen and bring them to two divisions of eight or something like that? You know, rather than splitting the league. So maybe that's something down the line. But you know, I just I just really felt um, I, I felt. For any team, uh, you know, getting beat ten, uh, even though we hate him, even though we hate Treaty, but you know, it's still. Uh, yeah, it's still and I think this. you said it like there's more teams going to be coming into the league, and and maybe teams that have under seventeen and under nineteen setups. So those teams are going to be young. So maybe there is something to be said for if you had sixteen teams, two, two divisions of eight, um, and give those clubs the opportunity to build a solid senior squad because there's a big jump coming from seventeens, nineteens football to, to senior women's football. Um, so maybe that is something as like the 17s and 19s leagues both have fairly big numbers um, so if they progress to senior level yeah maybe that's, that that could be a good option if, if the numbers allowed Could already be a plan I just didn't do my research Declan do you want to say anything on this or do you want to touch on all this Yeah I just I, it's like I mean there's not a whole lot you can do as Eileen has pointed out if it was a professional league and there was, you know, players were being paid and whatnot, you could look at things like salary caps and things like this that would, you know, force teams to maybe level themselves out. The only one I can think of is, and maybe Eileen would know, is it possible in theory to force teams um, into a situation whereby you put in rules that say you can only start any game with two players who haven't played at under 17 level for you or who haven't played at under 19 level for you and thereby in theory that stops the Shelburne's and the P-Mounts from just going out willy-nilly and signing players left, right and centre because all those players then won't be able to start a senior women's game for them because they'll have to have say seven, eight, nine players have played under 17 or under 19 for them. That is really the only way I can see any kind of levelling out taking place. But again, as I said, I don't know if that even works in concept, not in mind in, in, in reality or in practical terms, you know? Yeah, I think to be fair, like Shells and P-Mount are both pretty strong at underage level and a lot of their players probably yeah. have come through. Do you know what I mean? They like, if you look at Shelburne, a lot of their squad and P-Mount, probably the same. Um, so, but yeah, maybe in five or six years time, in theory, that probably will be something they'll have to look at because... 
it's 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 not good for any league if teams load, but then you can't as I said if you're being there's players going playing professionally, they're getting nothing for them. It look it's a it's it's a fairly open ended discussion really um, about what can be done to try to even that up, and I suppose not to not to punish teams that are doing well and and like not to kind of begrudge girls wanting to go on maybe have an opportunity to play Champions League football and stuff like that. Um, and that is something that can be one of the teams in the country is going to be able to offer every year. Um, so. Okay. Uh, okay. Anyway, um, we're going to, I think we're going to finish up. Uh, have you got any last words there, Declan, before we finish up? Um, no, just best of luck. I mean, in theory, I think, I think we could have a cup run. I genuinely think we could have a cup run if we, you know, win Sunday, get a nice draw. You don't know what's going to happen, you know. So let's win Sunday and see what, um, I was going to say what convoluted way they do the second round draw, but sure, look, um, <laughs> you know, <laughs> let's see what happens. Uh, Eileen? No, yeah, just go out, get a win Sunday now and push on then for the rest of the season and tails up after a good win to kick on. 3 4 2 1, get the ball in the box, score some goals. <laughs> Um, Declan's battery's about to die. Show me something on the <laughs> pointing his phone at me or something. Is he? Have, you, have you said something there? Is it my Why battery? Didn't you is just going say that, like, oh, yeah. Uh, right, guys, that's it. Uh, thanks very much to you, Eileen. Thank you to Declan. Thank you to no sponsor again. If you want to sponsor the episode, uh, great for you. Uh, adios, amigos. Ciao, ciao. ciao, ciao. Adios. Ciao, ciao. Adios. 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 The other three amigos podcast with Damien Shreenan, Wayne Mullins, and Declan McCormack. Three lads, one podcast.